Last episode, we established the Northeast music scene is in a pretty good place right now. So what does the future hold for artists in the region? I'm Chrissy Cameron, and for the final time, welcome to the beat of the Northeast. So we're at a point where artists are starting to cut through and make it onto stations like BBC Radio 1 and Six Music once again. And the number of venues and events are growing. So what's the next step? Laura, who we met last time, said... I mean, I think it would be great if there was kind of more... If I think there's a couple of things. There's kind of like the, the sort of decentralisation of stuff from, from uh, London. You know, like, it would be great if there was more stuff... If, 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 like, some of that just was, like, out around the country, so there was it was easier to get to... And also they were closer to like regional scenes and stuff like that. So I think that's really important, kind of tempting, tempting out those people that hold the money and hold um, and, and the power, I suppose, out into the regions. And I'm not just talking about the, um, the northeast, I mean, around the country. And then what else? I do think it's about I do think it's about joining things up better. I think it's about how do we support artists who might be doing really well within their sort of like little niche how do we support them to get outside of that and you know are there things like regional touring circuits we could do is it is there other like things like venues working together um across the region better um can, but also like you know people promoting each other people being each other's biggest fans as well i think that's really important as well so and that all comes from that sense of like being part of a thing together i suppose and lee who we met in episode two added because the scene, like pretty much everything, goes in cycles, I think we almost need to get back to where we kind of were probably somewhere between 2015 and 2019, um, where there was kind of a lot of, you know, the talent, the likes of Sam Fenner coming through, Eldervine, Martha Hill, um, people like that. And then there was a very healthy kind of under kind of scene as well. And so you could kind of put on these big gigs and, you know, Sam would be selling out the O2 um, Academy and stuff like that. But then also you would have things like um, Evolution Emerging, Tip Point Live, Generate Alive, whatever they want to call it these days. Um, and also you would have other kind of festivals and stuff. And I know there's um, obviously kind of extra reasons for why some of those things aren't happening. But I think once we get those back, I think once we kind of recover from you know the scene has gone through a lot in terms of you know COVID and things like that but I think once we can get back to having regular festivals you know and takes out a great example of how um it can be done with like Stockton Calling and uh Twisterella and things like that and so I think once we have that within Newcastle and Sunderland with um Waves Festival and all those sorts of festivals that they put on over there I think we want to have a healthy kind of festival circuit and there's more opportunities for bands to get those live um, experiences and build a bit more of a buzz and a fan base and, you know, and then, you know, doing a bit more on socials and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I think it'll get to a really healthy place again once we're, once we're back to that point. And then I think that's when you get kind of the next step. Laura's spot on when it comes to needing to see uh, decentralisation from London. They've got so many resources and opportunities available to artists down there that wouldn't really hurt them to help the North East out every once in a while, even if they just checked in every once in a while and said hi. And Lee, if we could get back to 2015 to 2019 era of the scene, that would be amazing. We'd be on cloud nine almost. 
Lee also mentioned the need for more festivals and events. So how can venues and promoters help us get to that next step? I think the the venues and promoters that we have are, are amazing. Um, you know, um, bit of bias because I did used to work there with them, but you know the team at Independent are amazing at what they do. You know, they're trying a lot of different things with you know circuit um, and a few other things, and haven't really gotten along to any of them to be honest, just for personal reasons more than anything, just being busy and stuff. Um, and maybe that's my fault as well. But I think if they just keep plugging away with stuff like that. Um, and then, yeah, you know what Generator are doing is amazing. But I just think maybe we don't have enough of, of those people. Um, those people can only do so much. I think that's just, we probably need to kind of get more people involved um, and more venues as well, because, you know, there's a good five, six, seven that a lot of people in the local scene won't use for whatever reason. Um, and beyond those, you know, we, the, the Clooney is great. Um World Headquarters, great. Um, but as far as Newcastle goes, which, you know, if we're being honest, it is the main city in the northeast, and it is where if we're going to get anybody to come along to, it probably is going to be there. And there just isn't really um, enough venues that people are comfortable using that we can use. You know, even like, I don't remember the last time I seen a gig at the Head of Steam. And yeah, it, all the other ones seem to be a bit further afield, whether it's the Usburn or, you know, Bobics and Jesmond. Um, there doesn't really seem to be anywhere to really put gigs on actually in the northeast, uh, in Newcastle City Centre, rather. Lee, you're definitely onto something there. As when I look on socials and see artists performing, they're always performing at the same venues, those being independent or pop wrecks in Sunderland or little buildings in Newcastle. But hopefully, with more investment in the Northeast, thanks to the football club takeover, hopefully we see more venues emerge in new and more desirable destinations. Laura, however, thinks there's another issue venues need to tackle. I think, like, opening up, you know, like, making sure people, making sure it's really easy to get in touch with you. Like, you know, like, I know with a lot of the young musicians that we work with it just feels like a really big impossible task where you're like oh there's that venue there but how do I get to it and usually once you know there's just a person that you need to speak to but like how do you know that until you know so I think like having that yeah being open to new people coming in and doing things I think independent do it really well like things like new band nights you know new genre nights or um, getting not just kind of like four boys with guitars, you know, like different, mixing them all up together. Something like After Dark at Independent does that really well, where it's like just a mashup of loads of different genres, getting people to see each other. Um, and yeah, making it as accessible as possible. I think pop recs are great. You can just walk into pop recs and kind of go, can I have a gig? And they'll probably go, yes. Laura's spot on there, as there's still loads of upcoming artists who are daunted by the idea of asking venues for opportunities and pop recs are indeed a great example of how venues should operate and how open they should be. So if we iron these issues out and keep going the way we are now, where could the northeast music scene be in the next say five to ten years? Nicola, label boss of Northern Baby Records said I'd hope to see like actual music industry infrastructure here so whether that's like a major label investing or whether that's someone like ourselves, like having got big funding or like having had a big artist that's managing to bring the finances in to the northeast. 
Um, Because as soon as one person blows up, that's it. They can put everyone else on. Um, So I think I just hope to see, like, just an influx of everything, really, and just a growth. But I think in the next five years, I can imagine it kind of getting to the heights that Manchester was maybe, like, a few years ago um, and just continuing to grow, really. And that's all it can take. As soon as one artist makes it mainstream, we can make efforts to push more through. And like I said before, the fact that we've just had the Newcastle Football Club takeover means that there's more eyes on the region than ever. On the other hand, Lee has a more grounded and maybe even more realistic take. I think we'll, we'll be in a really good space. I think we will have a bit of a changing of the guard in terms of uh, venues and we'll, we'll hopefully have more creative spaces that are live and that artists can really kind of thrive in. Um, and as a result of that, I think um, for quite quickly after that, you know, a year or two after that, I think we'll have another kind of crop of artists um, who will start coming through. You know, we had a really good time when Fender, Eldervine, Dylan Cartledge, etc., all kind of broke through a little bit within like the same kind of time span. And I think we'll just get back to that. And I think um, it'll be what will be a kind of a test will be more to see whether that'll continue or whether it will just be that group. Um, if the North East can kind of keep going and striving, um, I think hopefully after the, you know, maybe not after five years, but maybe 10, 15, we'll have kind of a steady kind of stream of um, artists, bands, DJs, whatever else, who are just all kind of pushing through. And it'll not be like it has been in the last five years, where we've had a really good, strong um, scene. And unfortunately, circumstances happened that's kind of just knocked back a few years um so i think it's just going to be a recovery um in the next five years um and then within that kind of five to ten year period i think yeah i think we'll be thriving honestly it's hard to tell where things will go and like lee mentioned if it wasn't for things like covid happening we might have already seen this future so while we can speculate all we want we'll not be able to truly know until we reach the future But if you're an artist, you might be thinking, what can I be doing to better myself and use what's available to be a part of this future? Part of it is knowing who you are and what you want out of it. I think a lot of artists just kind of get into it and it's great just to kind of create art. And if that's all you want, great. Um, Do that. That's like amazing. Um, But I think if you're one of um, the artists who maybe want to kind of kick on a bit further, play big stages, um, sell out tours and stuff like that. I think it's about knowing um, your identity and knowing who you are, what you stand for and what you want out of each um, step that you take in your career and treat it like a career as well. Um, So, you know, if you're just starting out and you're thinking, oh, I've got a single coming up, um, what is the point of that single is essentially what I would kind of ask somebody in terms of um, is the point of this single to get your name out there? Do you want to suddenly build your Instagram followers, your Spotify followers? What is it? Or is it more that you want to um, put a gig on and you want you know, to sell out little buildings and then you've done that and that's something that you can kind of uh, hold on to when you can say, oh, I've got 50 to 100 fans that are going to come and see my show. Nicola added to this by saying, it might take a while to get there, um, 
but I don't think to put too much stress on yourself. People can do like complete like marketing that they put no spend in and it can pop off, whereas other people might have to put more spend into it. Um, but I think just do everything authentically, how you can to you. Make sure you stay authentic because one day your authentic self will come out. Um, and just, yeah, just see who you've got around you and just try and like work with everyone to benefit each other. Um, and just, yeah, just release music. As long as it's good, just release music. <laughs> and that is the end of our journey together. We've looked at the highs and the lows of the scene from the 60s and the 70s all the way to where we are now and where we go next. So now it's just a case of making sure the Northeast music scene continues to thrive. Thank you for listening and long live local music.